Did they actually say that? Yeah, I think so. I Did they know. say that, Ty? I don't remember. <laughs> I, I thought they just, I thought, the, I thought you was going to bark like a Jabari. Listen, don't come for my future uh, husband. I'm not, co- I heard, and I'm not coming for him. Thank you very much. I love him, actually. Absolutely, but you just don't get too close. Girl, I got my, his mind is right over there. That is correct, and don't you forget it. <laughs> and they're from the same place. <laughs> yes, there, Africa, yes, where I'm we are so all good from. At that. But I'm also, so good. Um, they are from Trinidad and Tobago. That man, I just want to prepare him a meal. <laughs> I do. He's I a vegetarian. Really, well, I, I can make some greens, <laughs> some cabbage. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise him every day, all the time. Um, welcome, welcome, welcome me, welcome you, welcome one and all to another episode of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. I'm Kia, that's Jade, and here we talk about all things adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the triumphs, the taxes of being a big girl adult. In this world. In this world. This crazy world that we live in. So, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. I mean, I, you know, we've been going, we've been moving and grooving all weekend. Moving and grooving all weekend, but it's been a good weekend. It so. has been a great weekend. No complaints, no complaints. Uh, I guess, first and foremost, we should shout out our good, good brother and sister, Crystal and Fury of The Reed, darling. The most legendary podcast of all time. Legendary. <laughs> yes, indeed. The Reed celebrated... Uh, their fifth year anniversary. Yes. Um, and by having a sold out show at the Apollo Theater. Had a sold out show, Apollo Theater, Black History Month. Listen. Um, Wakanda Weekend. Listen, just <laughs> optimal levels of blackness. It was amazing. My soul is full. Your sweatshirt is appropriate. Indeed. That's I just felt like it was. I'm wearing a sweatshirt, uh um, it's just very black on it. I can't wait for my Because I just feel like it just truly represents. Keisha, don't forget to get my sweatshirt. <gasps> Who I am. Um, yeah, I we should feature the company. I can't think of the name right off the top of my head, but maybe next week. Absolutely. We can feature the I think it's like I don't want to mess it up. Human, uh, we'll do it next week. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yes, it's a it's a great shirt. Um, and shout out to uh Kid Fury and Crystal and Alex and Dustin and Asante and all of the blacks that convened there at the Apollo just a yes. few short days ago. Yes. Uh, it is President's Day where we celebrate one and a half of 45 presidents. <laughs> um, <laughs> who's yeah. That? Who's that? I mean, I feel like we can celebrate. I, I, I will always celebrate Bill Clinton. Oh, okay. Yeah, half of him though. Just half. Just you know half. what I'm saying? Just one and a half. He's had a few faux pas. You know what I'm saying? So not wholly. That's okay. One no, and we a can half. celebrate half of them. We can celebrate. And He's, then, of course, Barack Hussein Obama. Of course. But that tangerine that's in the office currently will not ever be named. Ooh, can't wait for the, the produce to expire. Listen. <laughs> rancid, spoiled fruit. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. We're here in studio together looking at one another's faces before I get on the Jersey Turnpike headed back to the DMV. Mm. So, so let's get into the show, sis. Yeah, let's take off some trash. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, let's start off. Well, most of our our stuff this week is not trash, actually. Of course, we are going to just mention Black Panther once again. I mean, exactly. Like I was going <laughs> to say, should we like not even include Black Panther in the taking out a trash segment because it is not at all trash. No, it is the, the gift that keeps on giving. It, oh, it keeps. I saw it for the second time today. I have tickets to see it tomorrow after work. 
I went to a brunch showing at 9.15 this morning. <laughs> I mean, because that's just appropriate, right? I, just I had a mimosa, it. a ham and cheese sandwich, and Wakanda. Listen. It was amazing. So, so good. I can't wait till we can actually talk about it. Listen, but we can celebrate them for raking in $387 million. Talk about it. Opening weekend. Uh, and shout out to all the haters who are mad. Upset. And Big for mad those, about it. Like, it's so much representation in that movie, so get off your high horses. Oh, and I'm tired of seeing your anti-ass posts about how you didn't dress up. Um, yeah, and you didn't, Like, I saw the movie, you know, I didn't listen to the soundtrack and I didn't dress up, but you know, it was cute. I'm like, well, first of all, People what are just, you upset about? They just love to be contrary and hateful. Get the pebbles out your socks. I mean, whatever. Whatever it is that it is. I mean, that makes you feel good to, like, you know... Be rude to everybody who you know thought it would be fun to celebrate. I celebrated. Uh, you know I was very saying? happy in this fur, in this Wakanda shirt. Oh, yes. Oh yes. And my dashiki leggings and my Timberland boots. Like I had a blast <laughs> doing it, and you're not gonna make me feel bad about it. You just won't. You're not. I mean, but your money was spent at the box office. So if you want to be sour about it, that's your business. In any case, we celebrate Ryan Coogler. Yes. Uh, we celebrate Disney and what was the other one? Disney and. The other company. Marvel. Marvel. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And now I got to go see the Avengers movie just because. I mean, I will just, I don't know. I'm just going to see it so many more times because I need to bond with all three of my future husbands. T'Challa. You better Mbaku. be. Come on, future. Listen, I'm yes. out here. I'm going I'm to be in all your weddings. Yes, you will. <laughs> Will be all of them. Somebody asked me on Twitter, like, who do I choose? Like, who did you pick? Like, T'Challa, the Killmonger, or uh, M'Baku? And I said, the answer is yes. <laughs> I'm not, have, I don't have to pick. You know what I'm saying? I could have whatever I like. You sure can. My sis. Bible it's says your world. that all I have to do. They had look listen. at the look at the warrior, the women warriors in there. Why can't oh, you have three husbands? For those dudes, for the culture. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because I mean, if it's only right since I am the current president of the DMV chapter of the Dora Milaje, <laughs> that I have all three. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I deserve. You do. You've worked hard. I'm the Dora Milaje. You you get are. your life. You. The general is my favorite person. She's my favorite. Latoya, yes, she was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> she was my favorite. Yes, so Soon as she popped up on the screen with the red lips and that bald oh. head, I said, Latoya, you didn't tell me you was in the movie. Yes, so ridiculous. <laughs> I loved it. I just love that we can celebrate blackness oh my and Black History Month. I love that Black Panther was a story about uh, the brilliance of of. Of being black, of being a descendant of the African diaspora, we've yes. we've seen the the slave story over and over again, and it is a story that has been told, and we're not taking anything away from that story. No. But there are, you know, there were architects and engineers and doctors and lawyers and scientists, um, you know, in Africa. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And just to see, you know, that kind of innovation and brilliance and ingenuity and technology, you know, existing mm -hmm. um, in a in an exclusively black space is something that needs to be a part of uh, I was proud. the conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, popular popular culture. We need to see that, that kind of representation. We do. Because, I mean, it isn't a fictional movie, but, I mean, it's based on actual facts. Actual, oh, absolutely. Uh, so, um, you know, I mean, that aspect of it. But, yeah, shout out to all, everybody involved in Black Panther. You will continue to get my coins. Um, We're gonna go again. I'm gonna go at least four more times. I said that I was gonna see it no less than than three times, and I'm working on, yeah, it, it'll probably be a whole lot more than that. But 
Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. If you didn't like it, it, I don't want to hear from you. <laughs> um, moving on to some actual trash. Okay. <clears throat> Hold on. Oh, my Lord. Let me brace myself. And the banner uh. yet wave for the land. Mm-mm. 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 Rest in peace to Fergie. <laughs> because she was high she out of her mind. passed away in front of a live audience at the All-Star Game last night. And I'm troubled. Oh, man. My girl was doped out. I am, she leaned and did not fall. She is zooted. And booted. Zooted. She was high out of her mind. That was the worst. Mountains. The of, worst. I have never, in all of my African-American days of living... Witnessed an anthem like, where the basketball players laughed. I mean, as they rightfully should, <laughs> like, because Fergie had a stroke. She, <laughs> I don't know what was going on, but I am concerned deeply. Oh, uh-uh. no! Can you? You sound actually better see? than she did. She sung in about four keys. She did, and she thought she was Marilyn Monroe. For no reason. She was really more like Rick James. Oh, it was terrible. It was awful. And I was taking a nap. It wasn't until... Uh, Nikki, st- Nikki woke us Started up. screaming. Listen, screaming. and I was like, what? I mean, everyone had the same reaction. The first was just like utter shock. Yeah. Like, what is happening? It was like when you see an accident on the side of the road. It's exactly. like, oh my God. And my the next course of action for me was prayer. Because I didn't know how I was to cope. Honestly, I was stunned. I just wanted to know what she took and how much of it. I don't, I mean, my God. Um, Did you see Beyonce in Blue? I did. Of course, I did. Blue is adorable. Blue deserves. She does. All the grace that we give her. Um, It wasn't my favorite outfit, but that's fine. We are all allowed. Uh, Cardi B. Did you see Cardi B? <laughs> I think oh. she also was high. Oh. <laughs> Naturally, right? <laughs> Did you see her fashion Nova post? When she was like, good evening, minions. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cardi's just having fun with us at this point. She is. Because uh, she's already talked about how stressful it is for her to be as wealthy as she is now and how she misses being a regular degular girl from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. And I can totally relate. Because, how she want to go hang out at her grandmother's You know house. what I'm saying? People have a, a way of kickball changing in your business when you got millions and millions of dollars. That's very true. Um, but, I mean, I think at this point to just cope, she's just having fun. And She's just having a good time. being whoever she wants to be. And people need to just leave her alone. Agreed. Let her dance in her closet. Agreed. And stop telling her that she's pregnant having abortions. for the, Like, the girls had four pregnancies and, and 12 abortions in the last three weeks. I mean, just... According I mean, to the internet. I don't know what is this obsession. Like, I've never... I, I Taking care and keeping up with my own uterus mm-hmm. is a full-time job. I cannot be bothered with trying to figure out what's going on in another woman's uterus. I told you, it's people who don't have fitted sheets. Those are the only ones who care and got something to say. You only get one uterus, you know? Yeah, take care of her. Listen, because <laughs> once she's gone, it's no coming back. Take care of she. Listen. And stop worrying about everybody else's. What else is the trash? That's all we have. I have nothing else. Fergie, mm-hmm. Fergie was, she was big enough. Yeah. She was enough. Ferguson. Let's move right along to shout out to my sis. Shout out to my sistrin. My sis is popping right now, like. It's time for shout out to my sis. Where we shout out our sistrin. 
Buenos dias. Oh my gosh. Welcome to Wakanda. <laughs> I feel like I should just start barking, but I won't. <laughs> Can we? I just love it. Anytime. Anyway, um, this week, uh, this week's shout out to my sis segment is uh, going to be all about skincare because I have two mm. um, skincare professionals that I would like to feature. Um, both are based in the DMV and both are absolutely fantastic at the jobs that they do. And I want to share them with you. The first being my good friend, Janine Taylor of Taylor Made Aesthetics. She's based in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, and she's running a special right now, um, for the month of February for Black History Month. She's running a special um, on, uh, she has like a mini facial Brazilian special, Ooh. a mini facial and a sugar wax special, a Brazilian and an underarm wax special, and a bikini and under, uh, underarm wax special. I will leave her uh, contact information and how you can make your appointments with Janine in the description box. I will say that I have utilized Janine's services for the waxations. And oh. yes, indeed. Is she gentle? She's very gentle. I've and never had it done before. You know? Honestly. Truly. Listen. <laughs> so uh, I will say that I, too, was reticent about uh, having, uh, you know, the hair ripped from, <laughs> mm-hmm. ripped from uh, you know, my mm-hmm. very most precious place. Mm-hmm. But now that I have uh, done it, I just don't feel like there's any other way to live. I, you know, I have methods. No, I'm not just out here like wolf woman. No, no, no. I understand. You know, I have methods. I'm just, I'm I'm fearful. I'm not going to lie to you. And I feel like my vagina is going to fall out. No, it won't. I promise. I I mean, I will tell you very, very plainly and candidly that it is uncomfortable. Nothing about it is pleasant. My sister said she went and got half of it done and left. No. I I can get it. I mean, I I get it. Because nothing about it is pleasant. I think what, what makes... It even more frustrating for me is that people would be like, oh, it's not that bad. That's a lie from the very pit of hell. It's absolutely terrible. But uh, when you have a technician like Janine who is, is, is very experienced and knows what she's doing, there's a way to do it that's really quick where it's not like you're sitting there for hours and hours and this is still going on. And it's really efficient. And she talks to you through it to like almost distract you. So it's not like, you know... What I that's what I enjoyed about the experience <laughs> the most was that I didn't feel like it wasn't it didn't feel like a, a medical kind of procedure like experience, but you know, she has a, a beautiful space, it's very comfortable in there, and she's literally just in there talking and you be like almost forget that your legs up in the air. Like it's just <laughs> almost it's just you just forget all about it. I mean, it happens really easy breezy, lickety split. No pun, but I'm a mean barber with the clippers. But however, <laughs> you guys should check out Janine if you're in please, the Silver Spring Please, please check area. out Janine. You won't be sorry. Uh, make sure that you tell her that Takia sent you. Again, her information will be in the description box. Box. She also is a uh, esthetician and a skin therapist. Ooh. So she offers a, a, a wide range of facial services um, and skincare services. So please, 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 if you know, like I know, uh, get your skins in order. Um, by visiting um, Janine Taylor of Taylor Made Aesthetics in the DMV. The next uh, esthetician that I would like to um, feature on this week's uh, shout out to my sis. Her name is Anastasia. I think it's Unce. It's U N C E, um, and she uh, calls herself the Melanin Maintenance Technician. Oh, um, she is a really sweet girl. I had the opportunity to meet this week, um, and I was uh, introduced to her through an 
ebook that she's published that talks about um, really kind of outlines what of the over the counter products facial skincare products mm-hmm. that we often kind of, you know, use, you know, just for sake of like, I've been using this for years. She kind of goes through and talks about why those, a lot of those things are really not good for us, mm. especially the older that we get. Um, and she says, you know, now that we're grown, it's important that we step up and have grown women's skincare. I talked to her uh, about it and, That's you know, she really just gave me an awesome consultation. We sat, sat and talked about, you know, my skin type mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the kinds of, yeah, the kinds of, <laughs> shut up, the kinds of things that I need uh, to be doing on a day-to-day basis. And I really just had an awesome conversation with her and I ended up purchasing um, a cleanser and a moisturizer from her. But she carries a full line of uh, skincare products. Um, it's called Glow um, by uh, Kimara Spa. I will leave all this information in the description box below as well. Or not below. Why do I keep saying that? Like, this is a YouTube video. I have a habit. Anyway. In the description In, in the description box. But yeah. Um, y'all be sure to visit. Uh, on, uh, I'll leave her website and her IG. And just, you know, take a look-see. Um, and I talked to her and Janine both about partnering with them in the future to do some stuff. Um, maybe even have them on at, at some point to talk about skincare because that is absolutely critical to maintaining your black um, and making sure that you're, you know, it doesn't crack. Right. So, um, yeah, you guys hit up Anastasia. Check out the ebook. You can download it for free. It is absolutely... Oh, uh, it's free? Yes, it's free. Oh, it's happening. It is... Uh, <laughs> You can find it on her website. But, yeah, she really talks about the brands that we should stay away from and why, you know, the kind of oils that we use on our skin, what we shouldn't be using on our faces. Mm-hmm. The You know, she she broke it down as to why that St. Ives apricot face scrub is really the devil and you should not Y'all use it on your skin. Out of that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, just I really, really valued the time that I spent with her in terms of education. And I've learned a lot from Janine as well. Um, so... Please support these beautiful black women skincare professionals. Um, both of them are in the DMV. Um, and I just wanted to celebrate them. Absolutely. Support black business. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So that's shout out to my sis. Let's move along to the kitchen table talk. All right. This week's episode of Getting Grown is sponsored by Color of Change, the nation's largest online racial justice organization. Color of Change successfully designs campaigns powerful enough to end practices that unfairly hold black people back and champion solutions that move us all forward. Their new Race in the Writer's Room report revealed many of the injustices that surround the narratives that continue to whitewash the stories that shape America. The report also found that when black people were given a true platform, the stories that were developed were more nuanced and did not invoke racial stereotypes, for which some writers reported feeling proud. With the emergence of dynamic movies like Black Panther, Get Out, and A Wrinkle in Time, it's clear that when we hashtag tell black stories, we amplify our truth and positively influence the media narrative. Visit colorofchange.org to join us as we fight for a better world for black people until justice is real. Word. All right, it's time for the kitchen table. What are you snacking on today, sis? What have you eaten today? Oh, I told you I had a oh, ham yes, and at cheese your brunch. Mm-hmm. breakfast sandwich. I'm hungry again, actually. My husband said he's going to find me a shirt that says I can always eat. <laughs> 
Apropos, honey. Apropos. I can't argue. I can always eat. I'm hungry now. So I had that and a mimosa, and I really need some coffee. What are you snacking on? Well, you know, uh, Crystal and I, while we headed down here to the studio today, and we both realized that we hadn't eaten anything. Mm -hmm. So we stopped at the Pret downstairs, and I had a grilled cheese. That sounds about right. I mean, I just don't know what. I've had such a fascinating... Like, I just feel spiritually connected to grilled cheese sandwiches again. Grilled cheese sandwiches are... Um, like, there's so many delicious... I'm going to get you a Bella Vitano oh. Merlot cheese. Oh. So you can have a flavorful grilled cheese. That sounds like a very expensive sandwich. It's, it's delicious, though. Arugula. Is it arugula or arugula? Arugula. Because I feel like I hear the people on the Food Network say arugula sometimes. Arugula. Oh, my God. Arugula. Arugula. You're absolutely crazy. It's fine. But yes, I have some sparkling water here. So if you hear the, oh, I'm that's what that is. Um, because I don't know. I'm classy and all my water is sparkling these days. I want to steal your glasses. You cannot have them. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> these are actually like, I need these to see. So you probably wouldn't be able to see because I, my eyes are refurbished. Want to talk about how bad my eyes are? My eyes are refurbished. I think when the Lord was giving out eyes, he gave me a previously owned set. He gave me a set that had 300,000 miles on them. I have astigmatism in both eyes. Come on. You I'm had platinum status. I'm and I'm farsighted in the other. Oh, God. My husband told me, he was like, when are you going to get some more glasses? I've been wearing glasses since fourth grade. Glasses really are. I mean, without them, I just don't know where I would be. My, I was talking to Jill the barber when she was cutting my hair this week, and she told me that she was at the gym and somebody stole her glasses. And I was pissed. Yes, because I was like, "Bruh, that is that is the rudest thing ever." It's rude. Thievery is disgusting. Because I just feel like these are mine glasses. They're for me. They're mine. You could not wear them comfortably. So why would you steal? So them? you're gonna pop the the lenses out and put your raggedy dumb, ass. dumb. But thieves don't <sighs> even do that. Because they're like raggedy people. So they probably would just walk around with somebody else's glasses on looking stupid. Yes. Or they will walk or they will pop the lenses out and they'll just wear the frames. And my glasses because of the magnitude of my blindness. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it. Don't I judge see, me. I think. I'm see turn to the side a little bit. Leave me alone. Ooh, nigga, it's like a inch and a half. <laughs> You're upset, but I'm blind too, so it's fine. I can make fun of you. No, you can't. Yes, I can. You totally cannot. Just did. It's okay though, because I'm gonna get you back. That's right. And you're going to feel it's going to sting. We are off subject and way off the track. That's because you wanted to judge me and the fact that I can't see it out my eyes. It started with a compliment no, and you took it there. But you took it there. Wakanda forever. Anyway. And I'm, I'm a Wakanda upside your head. Ooh, 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 Shut ooh. up. Anyway. <laughs> as I was saying, uh, the Around the Kitchen Table today, I'm going to talk and tell you guys my business as per usual. But <laughs> um, I found that in balancing life, um, especially the older that I get, you get a lot of responsibilities. People come and throw different things at you, ask you to do all kinds of things to help them and to, you know, for whatever reasons. Um, and it's easy to get caught up in, you know, the whirlwind of all the things that you do for other people and kind of lose yourself and priorities on what it is that you're working towards. And I struggle with saying no, mm-hmm. um, but I thought it would be useful if we all gathered around the kitchen table and talked about ways that we could reclaim our time and develop criteria or guidelines for helping us to figure out when and when when it's appropriate to say no and when it's not. I think that's key. Um, because, I mean, without that, I mean, 
people will just continue to ask you to do things. If you don't, you know, nip it in the bud or find ways to kind of protect your time, protect, you know, your talents, protect people. I mean, and protect not even boundaries. Yeah. And not even uh not even on some like intentional trying to take advantage of you, but just by nature of, you know, who we are, it's easy to just kind of not even realize the ways in which you may or may not be inconveniencing uh, people with what you ask them to do or to help you with. So guilt-free ways to say no. Um, I've kind of put together five things that I'm trying. These are five practices that I'm trying to employ myself. And I thought that if I shared them, with our audience and our listeners, we can all kind of grow and figure this thing out together. Absolutely. So you want to read the first one, Sid? Yeah. So the first one on the list is to live intentionally, which is taking deciding that you're going to take control of your life and prioritizing your time. Um, it. I, I am a very go-with-the-flow type of person, right. but as things have come uh, down the pipeline, many <laughs> jobs, many responsibilities, children, husbands, Jobs, multiple, multiple jobs. I don't have time to give my time away. Right. I can't. I have to prioritize. I have to figure out what um, is key. And yeah, so it's living intentionally, and it's 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 knowing exactly how to how to. Well, we'll get to it. I don't want to jump ahead. Yeah, I mean, it's more kind of like just being yes, being proactive about you know instead of just saying you know oh whatever just comes. Actually, trying to have some sort of plan or sense mm-hmm. of, you know, how your day is going to go, you go what your week's going to look like, knowing, because I think if we sit down and intentionally think that through, then we'll have a better sense of, you know, what's priority and what's not. And it's also all about balance. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's good for you. Like, as you become an adult, you realize that you do have to prioritize things and you have to schedule them and you do have to, you know, kind of set things out. But... There are days when when it's like, okay, you know what? I have a free day. I'm kind of just going to go with what happens. And those are like you need to have that balance, but it is important, especially as you um, gain more responsibilities, as you pick up more things that you have to do, um, that you are living intentionally. What's the next one, sis? Sure, you're right. The next one is don't answer right away. When you're asked to do something, don't be afraid to ask for more time to think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't feel pressured to make a decision right away. More time will give you the opportunity to really take a look at what's already on your plate and really assess whether or not you have the time or capacity to do what's been requested of you. Um, and this is one that I've really put into practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like I'm trying to make it a, a habit. Um, there are things, like, I, I'm not going to ask you to give me more time to whether or not, you know, I'm going... Like you want a steak sandwich or yeah. you want a chicken? Give me more time. I need more time. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not talking about things like that. Use your common sense. Right. But I'm talking about like, you know, someone asks, can you help me move this weekend? Can you uh, come with me? You know, here, you know, I'm going here. You want to go? You want to go to this concert with me? You want to go, you know, being like, girl, let me look, you know, let me just take a look at this calendar and get back to you. You know, can I, and, and you know, to help and not, to assist in not making it seem like you're blowing somebody off, I often try to attach a timeline to it. So it'll be like, um, hey, girl, you want to go with me to the mall this weekend? I'm going to buy XYZ. And be like, oh, okay, girl, it's Wednesday. Let me let you know by tomorrow afternoon. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Whether or not I can I can handle that. And that way it'll give me the time to take to go back into my calendar and really look at what I already have to do. Because um, I'm, you know, my age is set up... <laughs> 
and right now in the place where it's like I I really have to keep track of my schedule and write things down. So I have to write down to write things down. Yeah. I gotta write down to <laughs> remind myself that I need to call this person and tell them something by three o'clock exactly, tomorrow. Exactly. I can't remember anything. Living by the post-its and the timers and reminders on my phone, like Absolutely. Which is why the next one is so key. Indeed. Go for it. <laughs> Mapping it out. Writing your requ- writing the request down from um, whoever it is. Thinking about what it's going to cost you. And not just cost you as far as money. Think about you need to factor in money, but your time, your sanity, mm-hmm. all of that. Like, think about what it is going to cost you in terms of your life at the moment. And if you're going to be able to fulfill the request. Yeah. But writing it down and then taking what Kia said and thinking about it. Right. That is what thinking about it is, mapping it out. Okay, like, if I come off $30, is this going to set me off of my budget? Yeah. Is this going to do this? Is this going to do this? I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. And having that really gives you the ammunition or the context or whatever you need in order to frame out your no if it's going to be a no. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, case in point. Good. Well, like, people come to the DMV, have concerts all the time. I happen to live very close to one of the more popular venues in the area. hmm um, and as such, people often ask me, oh, uh, Jasmine Sullivan is going to be uh, at the Fillmore. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, um, PJ Morgan going to be at the Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know, things like that. Mm-hmm. You want to come? And usually, you know, off the top of my head, I'd be like, yeah, I would love to see Jasmine. I would love to see PJ. I would mm-hmm. love, you know, so-and-so is going to be at the Howard, you know. Especially because I live centrally in the area and I can get there quickly. And it's easy for me to say, yeah, definitely I'm going. But if I take the time that I need to and write it down, think about, okay, how's this going to impact my budget? How's this going to impact my time? I've gotten really, my work schedule is set, set up in such a way now to where every second really, really counts. So it's not always that I don't want to go because I can't go mm-hmm. because of money or whatever. Sometimes it's just like, I haven't washed my clothes. <laughs> I have not had one evening after work where I have come home and, you know, clean my bathroom or, you know. That is so real. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I need to vacuum my living. Like, I got these things that I have to oh do. My so it's God. not always that. Or it just be like, I had to record this day. I had to wash clothes this right. day. I had to go do this this day. We had an after work event on this day. This is the only evening Where that I, I can have. just go home and do nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't I can't go with you. Right. <laughs> like right. and that's okay. It is. And it's like it's more than okay. It's necessary. It's so necessary. It's like, <laughs> so yeah. So you when you map it out and, and really take these steps, it's easy to think about how you want to respond and you can frame out how you should say it. Um and the fourth one. It's process your guilt. So if you do feel guilty about saying no, process it. Take some time to ask yourself why you feel guilty and try to get to the source of it. Question if it's rooted in pride or some sense of obligation or if you don't want to be rude or hurtful. That's me. Um, so I often, you know, I do struggle with guilt. Um Especially because you love your friends and you want to spend time with them. You don't ever want them to feel like... And you don't want to disappoint them. Right. And you don't ever want them to feel like it's, you don't have time for them or you don't want... Mm-hmm. Um, and the same, you know, can be applied, you know, even when you're not as close. If people just ask you, you know, you want to be helpful. Like, I really wish that I could help you with this. I, you know, you asked me to do this event. You asked me to do so-and-so. But, you know, it's just a, I can't do it. I'm traveling for work. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And I can't do it. Um, and sometimes instead of sitting in that guilt, I, you know, I have had fallen into the habit of really feeling bad about 
not being able to make certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about it, so I sing with a, a, a choir in, in the area, really a uh, good choir. I love singing with them. We actually have new music coming out on March 9th. I saw. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it. Oh, my gosh. It. I'm so excited. But anyway. It's gospel. I'm still going to uh, listen to it. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> anyway. Um I do travel quite a bit for work. I know I say that all the time. I really mean it. Like <laughs> I have to go to Ohio on Thursday night. But like, yeah, I've got, I have to go to Oberlin. So shout out to Oberlin, uh, Oberlin College. Oh, yeah, man, very nice. Good times. Anyway, um, so a lot of t- and there was a so last year because I was traveling, I didn't get a chance to sing with Sean and changed as much as I wanted to, mm-hmm. and I was feeling super super bad about that because literally every time. They would hit us up and say, we have rehearsal, we have this, we have that. I always had something else to do. And I had a conversation with Keisha, and I was like, man, I just feel so bad because I don't want Sean to think or anybody to think that I don't want to be a part of this group mm-hmm. or I don't want to, uh, you know, I don't want to I don't want to be a part. I think I'm too good. I got other things that are more important, but I'm just grinding right now, and I, it's important for me in this in this phase of my career to be present. Mm-hmm. So um, hopefully, you know, if I grind out this year, I'll be having a little bit more flexibility later down the line. But right now, I really have to. Um, and we had a, we just sat and talked about it and, you know, and thinking about what the source of my guilt was. Mm-hmm. It was, you know, that fear of not wanting to disappoint or that fear of, you know, that really, that sense of obligation. And when I was able to really get to that root of it and think about, Think about it. I was putting a lot of that pressure on myself mm-hmm. because Sean or no one else in the choir was looking, was saying or feeling any kind of way about the fact that I couldn't make these things. No one had called me out or right. made Sometimes me. Sometimes we get caught up right. in our own heads. Yeah, but I had totally made it this whole storyline as to why I was, you know, a terrible member of the group because I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But it was like, you know, when I really sat and thought about it, it was like, well, girl, it's not like you are, you know going on vacation. Like well, you're not sitting at home watching the right, Housewives like, of Atlanta. You are working and yeah. everyone can and you're respect a doctor. That. <laughs> you are a doctor. Everybody can respect the fact that you're working because other people have to work and there will be times when they can't be there and mm-hmm. you'll be able to be there. So all that to say, um we tend to jump to conclusions and create our own stories in our head about you know, what it means when we'll say no or what happens, the implications of our saying no um, about things. And and we really didn't think about it. It's not oftentimes not the case. And what helps me out, too, is to think about how I respond to other people if they have to say no. Like if I'm like, oh, do you want to, you know, grab some food or something just because I happen to have a free night right. and they're like, this is my only night or this is that. Right. I don't sit there in my feelings and it's be like, be well, mad. well, they are trash. Yeah. I got, why don't they want to go out with me? What's <laughs> wrong with me? My underarm stink. <laughs> like, what's the problem? But it's not even like that. I just be like, you know what? I get it, girl. And, yeah. pro- and people are probably doing the same thing. Totally. And people tell me all the time because I have, I get really guilty of, and I, about disappointing and I have to do much better with it. But. I'll, you know, people will be like, you have a kid mm-hmm. and a family Full time. and two shows mm-hmm. and a job mm-hmm. and another job. Like, it's it's okay. And so if you think about how you respond to other people. Now, if you're one of those sensitive people who is always getting in your feelings about people saying no to you, then you might want to reevaluate some other things. Right. But if you think about how you respond to people when they say no to you and it's no big deal, then it's, you know, it's probably going to be the same thing on the other side. Totally. And lastly, did you do that? No. Okay. You can do it. 
Consider value added and value loss. Don't forget that your time, your attention, your talents are all extremely valuable. And don't be afraid to take a step back and take a look at your ledger and, um, and all that you're investing and seeing if that your investment is more than your return. Absolutely. Um, you want to expound? Yeah, that's just the bottom line. It really like, is. There's <laughs> not too much to say after that. It's like, you know, it's, it's, I was watching, I can't think of the exact quote, but... Um, Iyama and, and Oprah were having one of their conversations oh. Oh. about like if you Iyama said something like if you allow people to take advantage of you, mm-hmm. um, they will by not you know if you don't speak up for yourself and you don't express what you need and you allow people to take advantage of you, you make them a thief and they don't even know it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's like you're allowing them to steal. Your time. From you. Your resources, period. So you cannot continue to pour into cups if you're empty. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you know, all the different things that we pour ourselves into, we have no, nothing to pour, nothing to give if we allow, if if we don't take the time to kind of replenish ourselves. And um, all that, all that in terms of attention, your talents, I don't, I find, I'm finding now that if I'm tired and if I'm distracted, mm-hmm. the quality of my work goes down. Um, yes. And, you know, my boss, you know, be calling me in here and be like, can we can we talk about these typos? And I'd be like, sorry, sis. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm just falling asleep right like, now. I'm just so tired. Are you sleepy? Do you need to go home and go to bed? Because <laughs> so so I, I have got to be more purposeful mm-hmm. about taking what I need, taking whatever steps I need to take to take care of myself. Because nobody wants a raggedy kid. I mean, we keep talking about (laughs) it, but if I burn your gravy for your dinner, you know what I'm saying? If I cater a meal for you and and you guys get like nasty mac and cheese that's dry and... You're representing your brand you know, all wrong. The crab cakes are salty. I don't know. Like you're not gonna be you're not gonna be happy about that. Yeah. So you do have to take um time to take care of yourself and make sure that you're not just giving, giving, giving and not receiving anything back because we all work hard and we all deserve That's it. Wakanda forever. Balance your ledges. <laughs> Balance your ledges. Everything your is Wakanda forever. Oh my gosh, all all the time. Yeah. But I think that wraps up the kitchen table. Yeah, let's move on to the honesty box. They do it. Honestly? Truly. Honesty busy time. Hey, Jade and Kia. First, I just want to say that I love you guys in the podcast. I look forward to it every Tuesday as I am typing fast at my desk. Come on. I consider you all to be big sisters since I take a lot of the advice that you all give, and I kind of feel like I know y'all. You don't know me, girl. No, let me stop. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> but here it goes. I'm just being mean. <laughs> Terrible. I know. I'm just fooling. My boyfriend and I have been together for a little over three years. Four, if you count the year we played around and didn't want a title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am 25 and he's 27 and we currently live together. Okay. I've been living in my hometown all my life. I completed my BS here and I have stayed here since. My boyfriend's not from here and moved here about eight or nine years ago. Okay. I'm at the point where I'm ready to leave and experience living in a new space. I feel stuck and there isn't much left here for me. Yes, my family is here, but as far as me growing as an adult, I need to leave. I'm working on my master's degree, and my current place of employment is paying for my tuition, so I'm not leaving until I complete my degree. I'm scheduled to graduate summer 2019, 2019, and I'm looking forward to leaving shortly after. The problem that I have is my boyfriend doesn't want to move where I want to. He -hmm. doesn't think that he will like the area, and it is somewhere he feels he wouldn't be happy. I've started making plans to move without him, but Mm -hmm. I really don't want to do this without him, you know? 
I plan to take him there in a few months and hopefully he will feel a connection with the area, but I'm afraid that he won't and I just don't want it to seem forced. If you were in my shoes, what would you do or how would you get over just knowing if I go, he probably won't be coming with me? I am going. That's not the issue. I just don't know how to get out of this feeling of wanting him to come. Thanks for your help, your little sis. Well, beloved. Um. <laughs> okay, so you're going. Exactly. That's I'm like, I feel like <laughs> you're going. Was, the decision has been made. You're going, which I'm happy about that. Right. That makes me that makes me very happy. She just doesn't want to feel bad about going. You can't control that. I mean, I just feel like uh, she says she wants to know how to get out of this feeling of wanting him to come. And that's not something that you can just shake. You, you know can what I'm just, saying? Right, but I think we all, like, grown people are going to do what they want to do. Exactly. And you cannot, uh, you don't have any control over how he feels about your decision mm-hmm. to move. Um, ideally, it would be awesome if you would want to move with you and ideally. all of that, ideally. But, um... That's his choice to make. Yeah. Because I think if the shoe was on the other fit, foot, you would want him to respect, you know, your space to make the choice of what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think when we navigate relationships, we hope and pray that our decision-making aligns, mm-hmm. you know? Of course. But if it doesn't, then that's something that we just got to navigate um, and work through as it comes. I think mm-hmm. it's good that y'all are going to the place to kind of... Test it out. Test it, it out. Um, and I think... And while you're visiting, I think a a conversation just needs to be had. I hope just as candidly and plainly as you said it to us, I hope you've said it to him. Like, well, my my dude. (laughs) I really want you to come. I'm going. And I really want you to come. Um, I want you to know that if you don't come, I'm still going. (laughs) And I think at that point, you know, it's just, it'll just be what it is. I don't know that you'll be able to. I don't know that I can say anything that'll make you feel I don't feel know that she better. didn't talk about them um, having any conversations about about uh, long distance or if yeah. they're going to break up. Yeah, I or... should talk about that. Just see what what that is. I don't know if this yeah, is... have a test period. See what works out. Like, sometimes you never know what's going to happen. And then you talked about how he, you don't even know if he's going to have a connection with the place. He might end up having one. He might not, though. He and might you not. have to be okay either way. And I it think, sounds yeah. like you are. You put, you, you put, you put it out there what you mm-hmm. want what you what it is what it is that you would like for to happen um and you know at this point it's like i hope that we can you know i hope that we can yeah get on the same page if not you know i'm gonna you know i would love to if you're open to options of whether that be long distance or whatever if you're open to that you know let him know that um or if you feel like just ask him to see like and talk about, okay, so what if it does come down to me going and you staying? What does mm-hmm. that mean for us? I think it just, you'll feel better about it when it's not so much existing in your subconscious and you just kind of <laughs> wondering um, what, you know, what's going to happen. Um, you got to stop thinking about what's going to happen and focus on your, because this is a big move for you. I think you need to put your energy into that. And um, you've expressed to him what it is that you want. You guys have taken the steps. Um, when, you know, once he gets there, don't ask him 95 times. Like, so what do you think about it? Did you like it? Did you like it? What do you think about it? But at the same, you know, focus on your, this is huge for you. And you don't want to take away from the experience of 
um, enjoying a new environment and taking in all of these new things because of this situation. And not saying that you're not going to feel bad about it because you're going to feel bad about this. Somebody who you've invested time in, you've spent time with. Um, but I think that if you take your energy and put it into into the exciting and new opportunities and the new ventures and like, and you're in a super fun place in life where you're getting ready to be a completely different person in another three years. Yeah, and I mean, I, wouldn't, <laughs> so, I mean, it's not something that you need. It's not a horse that you need to beat to death. No. I also feel like this is not a move that you plan on making before the fall of 2019, and we're just good and into February of 2018. I just realized that. So don't yeah. don't. Uh, I wouldn't harp on this or worry about this or stress yourself out right now because you know you might not even be with him then. I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> Anything could happen Realistically, between now and then. Anything um, could happen. Anything could happen between now and then that, you know, may cause either one of you to have a change of heart. So it is something that is on the table. It is a, I think it is a conversation that's worth having. But I wouldn't I wouldn't stress because it's not especially a, since it's summer of twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh girl, we got three lifetimes to live before then. Oh, yeah, girl. Let's I think, I think you're gonna be all right. You're gonna be just fine. Thanks for listening, though. Absolutely, and we um, enjoy you. We enjoy, we enjoy your listenership. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus, we are so tired, indeed. Uh, let's move along to the petty peeves. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P e to the t t y, honey. All right, petty peeves time. That's it. Um, if you're tired of Black Panther, tune out because it's not going to stop. Um, we're going to do some movie pet, petty peeves oh, yes. this week. We spent lots of time in the movie theaters. We spent a, I spent a ton of time. Probably <laughs> the most I've ever spent in a, in a weekend in my entire life. Celebrate. Um, there are different types of movie talkers. I'm a, a slight movie talker. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry. Uh, I'm a slight movie talker. I'll chat a little bit, but I do it at a low and disrespectful level. <laughs> and it is commentary. How is it disrespectful too. if it's low? Low, no, wait, I said, wait, low and not disrespectful. Okay. Okay, yeah. All right. Words mean things. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't sit there like the two raggedy heifers behind me yesterday <laughs> who one of them was like, what she say? And they had plastic bags from CVS. I think they had 23 of them and they were opening them in the entire movie. And they ha- they brought chicken and they brought pizza and children. And they one of them can't hear. And she's asking the other one. She's like, what did she say? She called him a colonizer. What's that? Like, that is all I heard. And then I had preteens to the left of me, and they're screaming the entire movie. And they're just repeating what they just heard. And they're like, oh, shit! And I'm like, oh, my God. It was the worst, which is why you should never go to the Magic Johnson movie theater. I mean, I thought that the, you know, Magic Johnson Theater just added a new another level of nuance to mm-hmm. my viewing experience, really. I did. A nuance of... A nuisance. <laughs> but uh, uh I was gonna say something else. But I'll let it be. So um at the at the theater, mm-hmm. uh, you know, as there are there are certain seats in at the Magic Johnson that are assigned. Yes. So, you know, your seat is on the ticket. Mm-hmm. Uh still. <laughs> Yesterday we had quite a few people who found themselves in seats that were not assigned to them. Those preteens, yeah, man. So uh, I don't know uh, that 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 is that is I could yeah that was a lot to have to because then the conversation has to be had while the movie is going on. Yes. Let me see your ticket. That's my seat. No, this is my seat. All right, so that's that all all that happened. Um, and I'm gonna tread really lightly when I talk about this um, because I don't have children, but. 
<laughs> I do. I believe that there are certain places in certain times, in certain movies, where we should, where parents should be a bit more thoughtful <laughs> about mm-hmm. whether or not it's an appropriate place for their child. Absolutely. To come to the movie. Absolutely. Um, you know, because I mean, I could see for how a movie would be really traumatizing for uh, a little person, right? Especially, you know, there's lots of lights, lots of colors, lots of action, lots of noise, and... Lots of people. Lots of special effects. Um, and the Killmongers uh, uh, brands, mm-hmm. oh. they gave me the itchies. So, Sis, the whole so, time, uh, as soon as he took his shirt off, I was like, this so, is gross and I can't look at it. So I found myself scratching when I watched the Killmongers, uh, you know, on, during his scenes. Although I was also rejoicing at his naked likeness. Howsoever. <laughs> I could see, I said that to say that I could see how a child would be startled, right? Because, I mean, what is wrong with his skin? Like, and be scared. So there were children by where I was sitting, and they were afraid by what they were seeing and screaming. How old were they? I mean, maybe like four, five. Mm -hmm. And it's loud and, you know, guns and shooting and all kinds of things. My child is ignorantly And loud. then the baby is asking questions yeah, and the mother is explaining. Mm-mm. And it's, while we're all trying to watch this movie mm-hmm. that we spend money to, to enjoy. So, I listen, guys. I, like I said, I don't have children. I'm not coming for the parents. I understand that you wanted to see Black Panther. You should come for the parents. And you... <laughs> I'm a parent. I'm telling you you should come for I the mean, parents. I mean, I don't know, but... I just feel like there has to be some rules. When I went, I remember the very first movie my mother took me to see was Ghost Dad. <laughs> and I remember she took me and Brian to see Ghost Dad, and there were some ground rules laid before we got out of the car. Yeah, but Noah doesn't, she does not, ground rules mean nothing to her, okay? <laughs> she don't even care if I'm on the phone. And she, the thing about it is she knows. She'll come up, Mommy! <laughs> What are you doing? Who is that? And I'm like, Noah, what are you supposed to say? Excuse me, mommy. Like, she don't care about anybody. And so we'll be, when we went to go see, (laughs) when we went to go see Queen of Cotway with Fran and Asante, Noah, Fran wanted to bring Noah. I was like, are you sure you want to do this? She was like, please. So we, so we brought her and I'm glad we brought her. And that was the setting in which we could. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't bring her to Black Panther. It was just like yet. a kid friendly movie, but she was talking, and it was appropriate. Like at the end when they got their when they got their house, <laughs> she was like, "They got a home." <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of stuff is okay, but like, no, I don't want to hear you explain to your child what these um these right. these welts are right. or or like anything really. Well, baby, that's a. Never mind. No, I'm not going to say it yet. I can't say it. Damn, this is hard. Go see Black Panther. Y'all are ruining it. It's like, the baby was like, she shot him? Yes, girl. (laughs) Is he dead? Oh, my God. No, don't take your... My four-year-old has entirely too many questions to try to bring her into a movie theater to ruin somebody else's experience. So, we'll just pull it right up on the Cody like everybody else. (laughs) For her. For her. You're a pirate. For her. Anyway. I bought my play, my movie tickets. I think that, uh, yeah, those are our petty peeves. I think this is it this week. 
We want to thank you guys for listening, as always, to Getting Grown with Jaden Kid. We are just pleased as punch <laughs> that you join us on a weekly basis and listen to our carrying on. Um, we don't. Okay, so very, very soon. I know y'all tired of hearing the saying this, but very, soon very, 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 very soon, soon, we will have some exciting news to share. Yes, we will. And like in gonna, the next week or yeah, week or so, we're gonna share it, and it's gonna be amazing. And hopefully, you guys will think it's just as amazing as we do. And um, you'll participate, and you will, you know, join us in the celebration. So, uh, um, yeah, shout out to everyone. Shout out to all of you who are purchased your team typing fast t-shirts and letting yes. me know. Um, Crystal had hers on yesterday. I was like a little geeked. She did. I wore mine uh, on, you know, on the road up here. People, yeah, I mean, the, the response has just been awesome. I am just so humbled that you guys are, you know, riding out with team typing fast and seeing what where this thing is going to take us. Uh, we do. Uh, we are actively working on doing more events in the yep. coming months, so stay tuned for that. Sis, do you have anything you want to announce and share with the people? Nope. Um, nope. I, everything will be in the description box. Your links if you want to come to Jaden XD Live um, in April. And again, Key and I have some fun announcements coming. Make sure you're sending your honesty box questions, petty peeves, and kitchen table talk suggestions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, follow us on IG if you haven't done that. Yeah. Uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter on as the well. On the Twitter. Um, and follow Jade and follow me and all of that. And I think that's it. So uh, make sure that you are moisturizing. And drinking your water and minding your business. And guarding your... Guarding your time. Your titanium? Vibranium. Vibranium! (laughs) What an idiot! (laughs) Titanium is real. It is a real thing. It's just not what I was trying to say. No, I I know that you know that titanium is a real thing. I think that... Is that a spoiler? Does that qualify? Okay, No. no. All right. No. Well, Wakanda forever. Guard your vibraniums. Okay, bye. Bye. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.